Do you ever find yourself wondering if there's more to life than what you're currently doing? Do you dream about doing great things, but you feel stuck? Let's chat about it today. Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm David. And we took two mild cynics who share their self-proclaimed expertise in the fields of Christianity, church culture, music, sports, and current events. We put them in a room and hit record. Welcome to the Be Legit, Don't Suck podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Thanks for being here with us on this blissful day. Mm, it's very blissful. Yeah. It just feels good, man. We're out here. We got some Topo Chico. Just feeling good. Just doing life, man. You know, just doing life and and being legit at it too. Yeah, just legit lifeness. <laughs> you know, that's the way we do things, man. Bro, so I mean, this will be solved by the time this episode comes out. But it'll be right. kind of fun to do our predictions based on what happens. But yeah, big news of the day. Yeah. Is uh, it's the NBA yep. play-in tournament? Play-in tournament. Yeah, tonight is the big game, the one yeah. everybody's been wanting. You got Spurs Grizzlies. That's fine. You yeah, know? which I don't know who you got picked for that one, but I'm going Spurs because Spurs. I can't. I can't. It's hard to bet against Pop. Yeah, and he's just such a good coach. Yeah, great coach. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know, there's some veterans there. So nice. Yeah. I like that. I'm gonna pick Memphis only because uh, I like that song "Walking in Memphis." So. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's it. That's all for that one. <laughs> but the game that is a big deal is yeah. Lakers Warriors. Oh yeah, and by now we already know yes. that the Warriors won. Right, and it was they won handedly. It was, it was yeah, actually man. it actually made everyone question whether or not you know God could bleed. Yeah, and he bled tonight. <laughs> yeah, so King James <laughs> gone down. Yeah, so yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think. I think Curry's dope, dude. He's like really, really good. I mean, I'm all for my uh, MVP vote is for Nikola Jokic only because I'm a Nuggets fan, right? And that's so, a, that's a really good. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. He's he's good, man. That's but a good bet. Curry's like a close. He's right there with it. it kind of is a toss up with how oh, he's been playing. Yeah, uh, there, there, and honestly, it was surprising because nobody would have called that at the beginning of the year. No, with Clay Thompson out, it's like, yeah, mm. he's been carrying the team. Man. Yeah, literally, Steph Curry, man, literally just carrying them on the weight of his back. Not even figuratively, literally, literally, literally. he's had to carry them. <laughs> uh, just right there, he's got the chiropractor ready because he's just weighted down. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. But I still think the Lakers are going to make the eighth seed. Yeah. Um, they'll probably beat the Spurs in mm-hmm. that second round of play-in. Yeah. Um, but, which will be interesting, you know, because then the Lakers would go up against, um, uh, oh, my mind's blanking on the first first seed of the West. You know, it's oh. funny, we're not even talking about the East because nobody cares, but. No, nah, East is stupid, dude. <laughs> no one cares about Boston the East. And Boston come out. Well, well, real quick, before I go too far. Yeah. Who's the first seed? Oh, uh, Suns. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That should be pretty cool because that be that's good. another person who's in the MVP conversation. Oh yeah. Um, why is my mind not working tonight? I don't know, dude. I don't know who the guy is. But I, I don't. Why do I want to say Chris Brown? Chris He's a Brown. Singer. <laughs> He's two singers. I don't know, bro. Um, know. The old dude from OKC. He was in OKC. He was with the Hornets for a while. Dang Hornets. Yeah. That's an old. Team. You know, the number one seed is actually Utah. That's the jazz. Well, you didn't let me finish. Sorry. The number one seed a week ago was the right. Suns, and now it's Utah. So right. Jeez, let me right. finish. Sorry, dude. dude. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. That's my bad. 
jeez. Oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Yeah, so uh, Chris Paul. Yes, that's what I was thinking. But he's not. Chris he's Paul. not. But I was saying that's another MVP candidate because totally. he's been crushing it like out of yeah, nowhere. Man. Yeah, good man. for him. He's been doing it, man. Yeah. So, do you have any uh, finals favorites at this point, or are you just like? Um, well, it's hard for me now. You know, last year we we pushed the Clippers, the Dallas Mavericks pushed the Clippers to yeah. six games mm-hmm. without KP. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I man, they're doing really good right now. It's hard for me to envision them not winning like in seven. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. You know, I, I, I don't want to pick the Clippers. Yeah. But I think, um, honestly, out of everybody that's out there, the only ones that I'm... You you always have to be afraid of the champs. Yeah. So, um, LA Lakers are definitely a heavy favorite, even though they're probably going to make it in on the yeah. eighth seed, but we yeah. all know why. Right. If they can get things health-wise, then they're the favorites. Yeah. There's a lot of ifs there. Yeah. I think the ones that if you take eliminate all the ifs, then I have to go Clippers mm. because um, Kawhi, Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard is just a beast. Now, again, more ifs because if you get pandemic P, mm-hmm. then nah. If you get playoff P, then yeah. probably that's kind of scary. Sure. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's so tough to say. Yeah. You really never know with it. it it's not going to be any of the the top seeded. Uh, you know, you have Utah and you have Phoenix. This, yeah, and then Nuggets yeah. are the three seed. Yeah, and now Nuggets. You know, the big man. That's yeah, you know, Joker. He's he's a force, man. They've got and. The problem is like Jamal Murray's hurt, so he's not playing. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer. Michael Porter Jr. though has yeah. like gone off this year. He's improved yeah. a lot, and they got some pretty good depth. I don't think it's their year, so yeah, but they're close, dude. It's hard when you don't have championship pedigree to yeah. begin with, and then right, uh, you have you know who's their coach? Uh, Michael Malone. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure he is, but yeah. it's the whole like pedigree thing, you know. Yeah, man. If you're know. if you don't have championship pedigree, then it's tough. Cause, yeah. Uh, the Lakers have it. Uh, right. Kawhi has it, and L.A. Right. You know, Mavs have it obviously through the organization and the coach. That's mm-hmm. a championship coach. Um, who's coaching Philadelphia? Isn't that Doc Rivers? Didn't he go there? I think or is so. That, yeah, right. I can't remember. I don't know. Anyways, that yeah. Philadelphia's turned it up too, man. They oh, they oh man, they got some players. Yeah. What um, what's his name? Why is my oh, my mind doesn't work? That's I should okay, eat that man. sandwich. That's all right. <laughs> Sandwiches blur it's your blocking, mind. Blocking, <laughs> it's blocking all the neurons. Hey, dude, it happens, bro. It's totally chill. Ugh. Yeah, I think on the east side, at least, then 76ers or I guess the Nets would be favorites. Yeah, yeah. If, if the net, I mean, if the Nets pull it all together, yeah, they've only played like what seven games together. Yeah, it's dumb. Who knows? I don't. I'm not a fan of them, so it's whatever. Oh, I, I totally don't want them. If it like who do I want to win? Yeah, I would definitely say one of those top seeded teams would be dope in the West. You know, yeah. Utah, uh, Phoenix, Denver, just because it's so like nobody expected any so of those. Random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that'd be dope yeah it'd be pretty wild yeah so there's nba whatnot for you yeah there you I, go. I know so few players like i love watching it but there's so few guys i like yeah. actually know so yeah. it's hard to like really weigh in yeah. on like okay this is exactly why this team could go this way 
you know, you know all the big names. Yeah, but, but we've probably watched enough videos to where we're experts, so we can totally right, talk so about it. So I could it. totally, yeah, I could figure it out. I could probably coach, dude. Yeah, I think prob- I know what it probably. is. Probably. I mean, what yeah. would that take? Like one video? Yeah, like a 20-minute probably mm-hmm. for sure. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. But right, like right, right. A 20 to 25-minute video, uh, I'm ready for the finals, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, dude. Just <laughs> surpassing what I thought I could do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like just breaking through. Breaking through, no getting, limits. Yeah. Boom. Because what you really got to ask yourself, and I think anybody could ask themselves, is just do you want to be like dope? Do you want to be dope? Do you want to be legit? Yeah. Do you want to stop sucking? Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, like <laughs> nice. in, just in life. You <laughs> Beautiful know? segue, dude. Yeah. dude. Look at I you being it, dope. I got it all together, bro. <laughs> I found it. I found the trail. I threw the crumbs down. So good. <laughs> Oh man. So this idea, I was thinking about it from last week's episode. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the matrix up top. <laughs> and like as I was listening, I realized like, oh, this could be a really dope conversation. Uh, but it's that idea of like unlearning your limitations. Yeah. And so sitting with that though, thinking about, okay, that's like how you put it. Like that's an answer to a a problem, right? Yeah. Is like, hey, unlearn your limitations. Yeah. So, but what is the question then? And that's kind of where we're landing right now, which yeah. is the question being, do you want to be dope? Yeah. Um, but what does that mean? What are we What are we asking here? Yeah. I I think um, a lot of people dream about greatness. Like, mm. I think everybody wants to do great things, unless you're just a nihilist, right? Yeah. Nothing means nothing. Yeah. It's just like you care less. But but let's let's say you are not. Mm-hmm. And you just, you're living life, but, you know, you want to do great things. I think the question is, what are you trying to prove, right? That, yeah. And that's a, and that could be a separate conversation. Yeah. You know, what is it that you're trying to prove? Why are you trying to be great? And we may have covered that at some point. Like, uh, why do you want to be legit? Like, why do you not want to suck? That's an important thing. Because if, right. if you don't have purpose and you don't have just a good uh, vision for what you're trying to do in life, then... You're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. But in this in this concept, like on the ma- on the matrix concept yeah. or to that, there is an idea that, uh, philosophically speaking, that millions and millions of people are just asleep. They're zombies, right? And um, and people around you, people that you probably know that are literally on autopilot. Mm. You remember uh, that Adam Sandler movie, Click? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where he puts himself on, he just hits the button and fast yeah. forwards through life and stuff. Oh, it's like the meaning is yeah. it's pretty deep. Dude, it's wild. Because in an effort to make your life easier, yeah. Um, you know, we have invented some of the craziest things in technology. We, a lot of stuff is automated in our life. Right. Um, and even like things like entertainment are just so easy. Yeah. You know, it freaks my kids out that I used to have to wait for Fridays to watch TGIF, Mm -hmm. which is, uh, the Friday night lineup on, wow, what, um, NBC or ABC, one of these. Yeah. But Full House used to come out in there, Family Matters, um, and we had to wait week to week. Like it freaks my kids out that we we watched Friends live as it was happening, <laughs> and we had to wait week to week. Yeah. And there's no on demand feature. Yeah. And not not only that, like you have to watch it live 
this was before DVR. You yeah. remember DVR? Dude, yeah, the TiVo. TiVo? Yeah, dude. I remember just because it would be like this whole thing where you wait till the commercial to go grab a snack or go to the bathroom, and then you just hear from like the back room, it's back on! Yeah, it's back on, hurry like, up! Oh, crap! And you got to like run over and grab yeah. it. Oh, man, those are good times, dude. Oh, yeah, you couldn't rewind it. I mean, yeah. what you would do if you knew that you weren't going to make it is you can set up a VCR. Yeah, you tape it. Yeah, you tape it, and then... um <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely did a lot of that, and yeah, then, I did that you a know, couple times. I had tapes, cassette tapes that had multiple. Like, you just keep recording over and over because yeah. it's like a new, a new whatever. Right. So, um, but now we're automated. Inter- mm-hmm. Entertainment is readily available. Right. Like, at all times, you can be entertained. You, you. There's never a dull moment. Yeah. There's never a quiet moment. And I don't remember why I started on this tangent, but oh, uh, yeah. the zombification yeah. of of our society. Well, what's funny is it's something our brain even does naturally. Like when you're driving, your brain will click into an autopilot mode. Yeah. You know, where you're like, you get home, you're like, whoa, how'd I get here? Yeah. It's because your brain is basically saying, I need this part to do this, and yeah. I need this, but I don't need this. So well, you, yeah. like some functions literally just kind of go down a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, ah, oh, I can do this. It runs on autopilot. <laughs> it's it's like, crazy. We though. are wired to do that. It's kind of efficient, I guess. But yeah, in, in, uh, like going back to the second movie that I referenced, because we're a movie in a movie right now. So yeah, click. Movie? Yes, I referenced click. So <laughs> we started with Matrix, and then right. we now we're click. Now we're in Matrix, and we are using click. Yes. Uh, this is, just follow along, people. Uh, uh, dude, I'm keeping up. <laughs> so. Click, the thing was, he wanted to fast forward any time that he was sick and any time that he got into a fight with his wife and any time right. that, anytime basically there was tension in his life. Right. And isn't that true about mm. us now? It's like, yeah. whenever there's tension, I just want to fast forward through it. I want to get on, on it. So you do that long enough and what ended up happening, he ended up fast forwarding years, mm-hmm. like years, years, years of his life. And all of a sudden he woke up and he was an old man. Right. And um, when he finally got to a point where he was no longer sick, so that he can actually live it, right? Um, yeah, he like got like cancer, or something. yeah. So it like skipped his entire like journey through cancer, which was like 10, 15 yeah. years or something like that. Oh yeah, it's like super wild. Yeah, it, it's pretty deep. And so, movie. so that's how you become a zombie. Mm-hmm. That's how you become like the Matrix. So the deeper meaning of the movie Matrix is that. We've essentially built a society where we can just go on autopilot. And mm-hmm. and the deeper meaning there is that we actually prefer that. Right. In the first movie, there's <laughs> that one dude. He's like trying to buy his way back in, so he sells him out. Oh, Cyrus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just like, I don't want to remember anything. I just want to get put back in there. Yeah. Uh, I just want that life. So even when we're presented, even when we're red-pilled. Right. Right? And yeah. bro, isn't this like the society we live in right now? Like, yeah. you're, you've been given the truth. Right. And you're red-pilled. You're free yeah. from the Matrix, right. and yet you're like, uh, I'd rather go back to... Yeah. I think a lot of people would. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you can try to play ignorance or just, like, try to live without tension. Like, it's basically that, like, okay, I'm just going to try to, like, live with the least amount of tension and pressure in my life that I can get. Yeah. Um, but you don't get anywhere with that. You know, you're just going through the motions. You're just yeah. kind of existing at that point. Yeah. So then we should talk about what that causes because um as much as we'd like to believe that we can truly be in the matrix mm. where you're he, uh, Cyrus says, 
Cyrus, is that his name? Anyways, he says that character you're talking about who wants yeah. to get put back in the Matrix. Yeah. In that world, in the movie world, um, ignorance is bliss. Right. And you can live in the Matrix and not even know. Like, if you have enough money and if you have enough uh, prestige and mm-hmm. whatever, you can almost go through it and not even feel any of anything. Right. Just be completely numb. And the reality in our world, like real world now, is that you, there's no such thing. Right. Like, you're unhappy. You're frustrated. You're pissed off all the time. Yeah. Uh, you keep failing. You keep, you know, you deal with actual um, depression and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's the reality that we live in. There's no such thing as a blissful, like fully right. blissful, utopian type yeah. world. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Right. And it will never exist on this earth. Right. So now the question is, don't you want to do dope things like don't right. you want to be dope because right your options are essentially there's no matrix you can run to and actually get put into and just you know ignorance is bliss yeah in a way you can but at the end of the day it doesn't yeah. doesn't work like that as much as possible people want they like the idea of that escape right yeah. even the way we teach like heaven is like escapist it's yeah. not like reuniting heaven and earth together like in yeah. times it's oh get me out of here yeah um, so that's very much just a human thing. Um, but yeah, like you said, when you start living that way without any of it, you just start really negatively impacting your life. Um, and I think a lot of times you'll start winding up in a position where you're not getting anywhere you want to be. You're not growing the way you want to be. And, or maybe you're, if you're a creative, like you're not excelling in the thing that you're doing or, um, not making an impact with it the way you would want to. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of get like in this little rut of life, right? Which is really easy to do, especially if you're like quote unquote busy. Yeah. You know, if you're doing a lot of stuff. It's easy right. to just get in this habit of like, oh, I'm just tired. So yeah. I'm going to keep my life in this nice little pattern. And then like you just stay in that rut and mm. you just keep going over and over and over through it and not really getting anywhere different. Bro, and a lot of people live that way. Mm-hmm. And you wake up like this dude on the movie Click, and 40 years of your life have dissolved. Yeah. Well, that's where you get midlife crises. Yeah. They're like, oh my gosh, what have I done with half of my life? So right. then they go and do something crazy. Right. Um, it's yeah. because of that. It's a reaction to, I lived for this one meaningless thing every single day, day in, day yeah. out. Didn't do anything more than that. Yeah. And now I'm freaking out. Yeah, it's like people who have um people who have like big savings and retirements and all of a sudden they retired they've done everything like to the book right and it's like what what good is it right to have all that if you're boring right yeah and you're not gonna do (laughs) anything you're not gonna do anything (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny i'm thinking about it a lot in the way of I'm going to go like full stop nerd on you here real quick, and okay. I'm going to blame Noe Diaz. Oh, but no. we've been watching Dragon Ball Super together. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's like the sequel series to Dragon Ball Z, like from when we were kids, you know? Oh, nice, nice. And it's dope. And so you're, oh, it's all about Goku, right? And it's just like, it, the whole show is just him fighting people and wanting to get stronger. That's his whole deal. Whole like thing. he just wants to become <laughs> stronger, and he wants to be the strongest like in the freaking universe. Good storyline. That's his whole deal. So they have this whole scene. He like unlocks this new level called Ultra Instinct, where like 
it's not necessarily he's more powerful, but he's operating completely on instinct. Like he doesn't actually have to think about how he's fighting. He just fights. And it's like this whole new thing. Like it's super dope. Nice. It's it's legit. <laughs> but there's this whole element to the show. I don't know if it's a theme. It's just about punching people in the face. There's not much thematically going on. <laughs> so good. But it's dope. But the whole thing is like he finds where his ceiling's at and then he chooses to like push up against it as hard as he can until it breaks. And the right. only motivation is that he becomes stronger than he currently is. Like mm-hmm. you have his buddy uh, who's always his goal is just to be better than Goku. And so he's never better than him though because his whole focus is just like, well, I'm just going to get better than you. Yeah. But then Goku's just like, I'm just going to pass my own limit. Yeah. Like, I know this ain't it. I'm just going to break it and go to the next one. Yeah. So I was thinking about that with this conversation, like being driven so singularly on an idea or a purpose. Like, that's his purpose that he's yeah. made. Right. So that's for a lot of people, I think it's just not that purpose living. Hmm. Like, you don't have this purpose to, like, I'm living for this thing or this truth. Um, or if it's the gospel or music or something, whatever it is you're living for. Yeah. Um, when you have this solid foundation, like this is my purpose to do this, when you hit the ceiling, mm. you're like, nah, well, I'm going to keep going until the ceiling breaks. Yeah. And just that kind of idea. Does that make yeah, sense? It does, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and it makes me wonder, and this is a question my mentor asks me as much as he can, mm. what are you trying to prove? Oh, man. You know, and that question gets me every time because yeah. I have to sit and think, like I have to sit with it for a while and be like, well, right. what am I trying to prove? And the thought of why are you wanting to get better and why are you wanting to be dope? I think that's important because here, you know, I am, um, I'm a leader and I'm trying yeah. to lead people and mentor people mm-hmm. and encourage people. So there is this tension that I have with, I want you to want to be dope. Yeah. And I don't want you to be toxic in mm. your pursuit of dopeness. Totally. And I think that that is the tension that I try to instill in myself. Right. And then in others around me. Like, okay, how can I be, you know, you, you think about all these millionaires around the world. And a lot of them are, are a-holes, you mm-hmm. know. A lot of them are, uh, not all of them. There's some really awesome people who are really, really wealthy. But, you know, I'm talking about that quintessential, the Gary V type, mm-hmm. who they come across like they're inspirational in one yeah. sense, but they're also like a little bit of a-holes. Yeah, uh, Gary V's annoying, dude. Yeah. Like, he's always <laughs> like got some hot like topic about anything. Like I saw a TikTok of him and they're like, hey, do you uh, eat breakfast? And he's like, no, breakfast is a lie. Breakfast isn't needed. I don't eat breakfast. And he like <laughs> went on this whole tangent. I'm like, bro, you got to relax, man. Breakfast is a lie. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like waffles, it's all like, a matter relax. of fact with him. Yeah, like, he's yeah. just so intense. Yeah, and that's his niche, and yeah. that's what he's going for. And I totally get it. But uh, a lot of millionaires are just super driven, right? And when you when uh, when you get down to it, it's all like some sort of internal competi- uh, competition. Like right. it's this achiever thing. Like it's never enough. Yeah. Like you can, you're, there's never a piece. There's right. never a point where you say, uh, let's take, uh, let's honor the Sabbath or yeah. whatever. It never is because you're always like all of your identity and all of your everything is in accomplishment, accomplishments. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is the dangerous part. But then there has to be a part where you say, no, I'm not average. I'm a son of a king. Right. 
where you say I uh, I'm gonna do great things for God's kingdom. Yeah. So no, I'm not gonna just be basic, and I'm not just gonna right. do basic things. I'm gonna do great things and bigger things and more impactful things. Yeah. And I think that's so. Like going back to like if you're creating like purpose to what you're doing, or like creating this reason for doing it. If it's to like make yourself just like more like if your singular purpose is like I just want to be like as incredible as possible and be amazing and I want people to love me. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's like the goal and the motivation, or I just want to make like a fat ton of money, like that's right. not gonna be healthy yeah. the way you approach that. But I think when you go at it with the purpose of I have something to give that is gonna like create better good around me. Yeah. Like say if that's like because of the kingdom or how I could inspire people or help to lift them out of like the hole they're in um, yeah. or encourage them about like their savior, you start to look at what you're doing differently, you know, and the way you work at it, I think changes, you know, less selfish. Like if it's your selfish motivation, yeah, yeah, I think it can get toxic and yeah. you'll wind up like hurting your family, no days off, yada, yada, that kind oh, of thing, yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, because you put your identity and your accomplishments. I, right. um, you're talking about a selfless person. Mm-hmm. You're talking about someone who's like, I want to do things for others. Yeah, that's not that's not normal. No. Um, and I think um, are those people? Is it just a temperament thing? Like, okay, so the popular thing right now is to jump on every hot button issue. So that you can paint yourself as someone who cares. Right. A good example is like the Israeli-Palestinian feud. Yeah. The Hamas thing. Yeah. Hamas, right? Yeah. Um, the So it's a hot button issue and people are jumping on it mm-hmm. and on both sides, right? Yeah. And they're both, you know, on one end you have, well, the innocent people. And on the other end you have, well, the sovereignty of a nation and... Mm. Okay, so my my thing is like that's not normal. Like right. okay, for instance, if you live here, right, and you speak out way louder against some injustice that you perceive uh on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. and you never once lift a finger to do anything about the homeless population. Yeah. Or the Forget the homeless population, the opioid crisis mm. in our. I'm just talking about like Oli, like yeah. you know, you and I subscribe to um, the Thurston County Scanner. Yeah, like you see everything that goes Bruh. on wild, in our man. county, <laughs> yeah, and so and crazy things and people who go missing and yeah, uh, the injustices that you'll see just in our county, dude. Right. Forget the state, just our county, right? And and I think that that there is a disconnect in that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think uh, what what's happening is that uh, we don't actually care. Yeah. And we don't actually care, but we, we've talked about this on the show. We want people to think that we care because right. for some reason, but so my question is that's not normal. What you talked about earlier about being selfless. Right. How do you, because this is, Basically, where we've the conversation has led to this point where we say, "Don't you want to do? Don't you want to be dope?" Mm-hmm. Well, you can answer that 
by saying yes, but what kind of dope are we talking about, right? Because right. You, if you're talking about like, I want to be dope so that I can have these trophies and accomplishments and blah, yeah. blah, blah, because when I was a kid, I was a fat kid and nobody liked <laughs> me and I got kicked around a lot right. and all Chip of a sudden- on the shoulder kind of Right. Or, or, or because you didn't have the love of a, of a parental, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. and, um, and you, you're missing that, and now this is a way for you to kind of get back at society for <laughs> whatever. Uh, or versus the other version where, like, you're trying to do this greater purpose thing, right. and you're trying to help those around you. Those kinds of people. Yeah. Do those even exist? Right. Because it seems like not really. I honestly think maybe some people are wired to be that way. Um, they're just given, but I think for the most part, it's learned. Um, or you're impacted by something that like totally wrecks you. You know, like you witness something or you something happens to you that you experience and you decide, I'm never going to let that happen to someone else again. Yeah. You know, and so you decide to like approach that that way. Um, you figure a lot of like major organizations like the International Justice Mission, which is big on like fighting like human trafficking and sex trafficking throughout the world. Yeah. Um, there came out of their founder being impacted by like meeting this young woman, you know, who was in that world and he's just like wrecked by this reality. And so he decides, I am going to do something about this. Yeah. Um, so I think it's learned. I think you can become it. Um, and I think even just the way you're raised. Like I think about, I had the thought of someone who might be listening to this and is like, well, my whole focus is like raising my kids. Like this sounds awesome, but I can't go start something or be a part of some kind of thing because mm -hmm. I, I got to focus on my kids. That's enough then, for that, yeah. Yeah, and then I would say like in that, raise kids, this is going to sound maybe cheesy, but raise kids you're be who believe that they can change the world. Mm, yeah. Like you heard that term, be a hero maker. We use yeah. that a lot for like raising leaders up. Yeah. But like do that in your family then. Like if that's yeah. your purpose, yeah. like raise kids who are like convinced that they could do something to impact the world and yeah. be important. Um, and I think just living that way, like creating meaning, find where your heart is burdened toward yeah. And I think it's hard to discern that now because there we are thrown because of the internet and everything all issues all at once and feel like we have to care and so what happens is we overload and then we get fatigued and we don't care about anything. Right. Um we become but, a nihilist. <laughs> yeah, totally you're just like eh, whatever, you yeah. know. Like the Israel Palestine conflict I saw it on the same channel. I saw like new Kim Kardashian news or new Demi Lovato <laughs> news and so now they're of equal importance in my brain so it shuts off. Yeah. Um, which they're not in the same level yeah. of importance. But then going back to like, I live in Olympia and there's plenty of issues. So what is my heart burden for in my community? You know, that's one of the reasons why I want it in a way I want it out of the celebrity quote unquote celebrity lifestyle mm -hmm. because I would find, you know, kind of at the height of, um, when things were kind of blowing up for me, mm -hmm. And I would be, you know, I would just post a photo of me being you know, at dinner or whatever with a family. Mm -hmm. And and I would get comments and messages from people saying, I can't believe you're not uh, posting about praying for Chile because there was like a massive earthquake that happened there or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I, I don't mean to be mean, but right. I don't care. <laughs> like... <laughs> Do I care that people are dying all over the world? Right. I mean, 
No. I mean, if I'm being honest, yeah. and only and only because you're right, I have to raise my family. Right. Like th- that's a lot of work, dude. Right. It's a lot of work to raise a family. It's a lot of work to care for your kids and to spend time, like quality right. time, to look your child in the eye when they're talking to you. Right. Just right there. Just right. that alone, that takes time and effort because yeah. we are so, bro, it's so easy to just right. hear your child talking to you and then just nod in your head. And you just totally and space yeah. out. And I've seen, and I've I've done that, unfortunately, and I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. So I just refuse not to. I, I made a choice that when my ch- when my child talks to me, I look them in the eye mm-hmm. and I pay attention to what they're saying. Anyways, right. that, that's beside the point. But what I am saying is I agree with that person. Like, it takes... A whole lot to do that. And then to want to invest in your community and your local mm-hmm. church, for instance. Yeah. Wanting to invest in your local church, that takes up so much of your time, so much of your, you hear here's where it gets interesting. If you're just gonna go on Sunday, mm-hmm. then you'll never know. Right. But if you're gonna sit and build relationships and listen right. to people's stories and all of a sudden you right. hear there's so much crap going on around you. Right. So you're praying with people, you're loving on people, you're encouraging people. Right. Before you know it, you're completely filled to the max of your care ability. Right. So, man, as ugly as it sounds, no, I don't care about yeah. something that happened in Chile. Right. I well, don't. And it's one of those things, like, I think it's going back to, you could say something about it or, like, do whatever, but at the end of the day, unless you are going to get on a plane, fly out, and, like, put thousands of dollars into, like, recovery and, yeah. like, relief stuff you can't really do anything about what's happened there, right? Like, it is tragic, and we don't like when tragedy happens, but, like, you can't, unless you're going to step out there. Like, people love to put the, like, little filter on their Facebook profile picture, like, oh, praying for France. Right. You know, and it doesn't... That's what they were asking if I would do something like that. It's just, it's virtue signaling, right? It doesn't mean anything. Um, And then for us as believers, believing in the power of prayer, I, like, I'm going to pray that, like, People are there, people are protected, and that whoever needs to be there to help will rise up and help. Yeah. And then that's as much as like I think we can do. Um uh, and, and there might be something to be said for like if you have a platform, uh, use it to get people to move on an issue. But at the same time, like, because the world is just the way it is, like, yeah, what good is that actually gonna do? How many so many people are comfortable enough with posting about an issue and thinking they did something. Right. Uh, what is that term? Narcotizing dysfunction. Yeah. Where either you learn a whole lot about something or you post and engage with an issue so much that you, in your brain you think you actually did something, but yeah. you didn't do anything. Well, it happened to LeBron James recently, mm. and he had a deleted tweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, it happened to uh, Justin Bieber, and he was getting roasted in the comments. I don't know. I forgot what they... I don't know, yeah, there's don't so even, many issues. I, I forgot what it was that they were talking about. But, yeah, it's starting to happen, and people are are, are starting to... Re- well, and the reality is people have strong opinions on all sides. Yeah. So if you're going to play that game, you're going to lose because yeah. there's going to be a big population that are going to be against it, yeah. even if it is half. Right. You know, so I, I'm not saying don't... I'm not saying I didn't want to do that to avoid it. I'm just saying, like, I just didn't want to be made i didn't want people to make me feel bad because i didn't care yeah totally and the thing is i i have care but i only have so much of it to give and i would rather my local community you're not designed to 
give it all over the place, all yeah. over the world. That's not natural. That's not what yeah. we're supposed to do anyway. So yeah, it's oh, it's impossible. We're so, not wired that way. So to the conversation of like, don't you want to be dope? Yeah. If you're talking about to do amazing things in our in our context, in yours and my context, for the kingdom of God, for the capital right. C church, but if right. in whatever your context is, mm-hmm. um, for the greater good. Right. In other words, you right. know, and I want to do things for the greater good. Like I want to see Thurston County mm-hmm. thriving and on fire for Jesus. Yeah, and I want there to be revival here. And and if it means, um, if it if it's God just waking up people here, yeah. or if it's God bringing people here, I yeah. don't care how it happens. I just want to see it, right. and for a number of reasons. I think for one, because I feel like that's what I'm that's what I'm born for. Right. That's what I was born for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was born to to start revival, mm-hmm. and to that's the purpose of my life is to help people open their eyes mm. to to red pill people, right? Essentially, <laughs> like that is my call. And right. if I don't do that, then I'm not living to the purpose that God has laid out for me, right? So I have to do that. That's right. like, what am I trying to prove? I'm trying to prove that I believe yeah. in the call on, on my life. Right. And I'm walking in it. Yeah. So I think then that's, you know, as we're wrapping this up, like that's the, kind of the point to make for anybody listening to this conversation is like, you have to figure out what that is in you. Yeah. And live for that and live in that completely. You know, thinking about even, um, you got... We've got the On Cloud Worship Collective that we're all yeah. like getting ready for later this year, you yeah. know, and praying that God's going to bring these worship creatives here to be a part of it. Um, but so much of even that like first run through of doing that, um, if you're listening and you want to do it, it's going to be dope. Yeah. Um, is helping them to form the purpose of why they're even jumping into this. Like, yeah. do you want to be a worship pastor so you get a lot of Instagram followers? Do you right. want to like create um, like, kingdom music or whatever you want to call it just so people notice you or what is your purpose to what you're doing and that's where that question do you want to be dope is coming from like yeah oh dude i'm coming from a world where music has made a real difference in people's lives Mm -hmm. um i mean i have testimonies from people who say that a song that i released talk them off the ledge you know i have people say that they were gonna walk out on their family pastors Mm. i had a pastor walk up to me in monterrey Mm. and he said i just wanted to shake your hand and give you a hug because um i was gonna walk out on my family and he's a pastor of a church and walk out and literally just peace out and i heard you know your song came on the radio and I don't know what, like I just, it, I turned the car around and I went back and I reconciled. He was with his family. They're crying, dude. Like they're all crying. Man. He's with his wife. He's with his little kids. That's wild. And I'm just like, uh, like I, I mean, yeah. I have so, there are so many stories um, where music has made a difference mm-hmm. in people's lives. I, there's a funny story of this lady. She's like, um, that she was so angry at her husband and she storms out of the house and she takes off and she had she was she actually went to the church that we come from and she had purchased my cd so she had like Mm. the cd in her car and um and she says that she was so angry and she was like cussing and just like pissed off in the car and she's peeling out (laughs) and she couldn't eject the cd she couldn't tear the cd out and she was like 
I don't want to hear this right now. Yeah. And she was like, and she's telling me, she's like, uh, I just wanted to tell you that I wanted to be so mad, yeah. but I couldn't because your music was playing That's and so she good. finally calmed down. That's awesome. And and anyways, I'm saying all this because I think most people, most creatives, whether you are a visual creative, an audio creative, a worship creative, mm-hmm. uh, whatever your creativity is, mo- most of it is not, most of the creation is not, when I find out, is not connected to something like that. Yeah, it's connected to how can I grow my social media? Mm. You know, how can I get more views? How can I get more followers for me? Right. And uh, Ankla, the Ankla Worship Creative or Collective, which is um, a school of worship or a training program or mentorship program, call it whatever you want. But essentially, what we're doing is we're looking for worship creatives. So. I'm not talking just people who sing on a platform here. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about photographers. I'm talking about videographers. I'm talking about sound engineers, uh, producers. Anybody who deals with anything worship, mm. what we want to do is help. What we're talking about right now, like, do you want to be dope? Yeah. And do you want to do it with purpose? You know, right. I think what we're going to find out is we're, a lot of the students are going to come in. And are going to have some idea of what it means to be dope. And I think after two years, that idea is going to be totally redefined and totally right. clarified. Because what's going to happen is you're going to find out who you are, mm-hmm. uh, what you're gifted to do. And you're going to find out um, what st- uh, spiritual disciplines you need to start pursuing. You're going to find right. out uh, what it means to, to do business, uh, whether you're going to become a professional or whether you're going to be a vocational ministry type person. Right. And, um, and it's going to allow you to stop sucking, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think that's another big thing. Like we don't get enough coaching, Yeah, you know? So uncle is going to provide some coaching for specific areas. So if you don't want to suck anymore and you're tired yeah. of just, you know, hamster wheeling it, right. The uncle would be the place for you. So yeah, anybody listening, if you want more information, hit us up you can hit up our social media you can hit up my social media kyle's kyle is on the board of advisors too Mm -hmm. so he he can answer some questions but man at the end of the day the question is like don't you want to be dope yeah and if this is what we're talking about then hell yeah yeah dude absolutely so i think that's we can close on that but um yeah man just living with purpose like that's how you break your limits that's how you be like goku that's how you <laughs> so you get red pilled. Yeah, man. Exactly. All these pop culture references. Yeah, just take the red pill, bro. Yeah, man. Just be dope. It'll be good. Be legit and don't suck. So yes. all right. Love y'all. Have a good week. We Bye. will talk to you next time. Yeah.